Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan Fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarda Ashadu an la ilaha illallahu Wahdahu la sharika la Wa ashadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasih Al-Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bisunnatihi ila yumiddin Thumma amma ba'd Ya ibadullah From the lessons that we learned from Hajj Is the lesson of repentance It is incumbent that each and every one of us we pay very close attention and we change our mentality as relates to sins and that we make it a goal of ours to repent from every major sin that we have fallen into and to repent and to ask for Allah's forgiveness for the sins that we do. It should be our intention ta'ala, to strive to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while having a slate that has on it very few infractions and a scroll that is filled with much repentance. Ya ibadullah, there is nothing, there is no sin except that tawbah will destroy it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says in His noble book, إِنَّ الْمُنَافِقِينَ that verily the hypocrites they are in the lowest level of the hellfire the hypocrites the munafiq the one who pretends to be a Muslim they act like they are Muslim but in reality they don't believe in their hearts they don't believe in Islam they don't believe in Islam at all but they pretend to be a Muslim to get something from the dunya or for some agenda that they have so they pretend to be a Muslim while all the well while all the time they don't believe in Islam at all so for them they will be in the lowest portion of the hellfire Naam Allah Ta'ala He says and you won't find any helper for them they will be in the lowest portion of fire and there will be no one that can help them Naam this issue is tremendous this infraction is outstanding. It is a very despicable and gross crime that these individuals have committed by acting like they're believers in reality they're not. So for them will be the lowest portion of the hellfire, the lowest level of the hellfire, the worst punishment in the hellfire is theirs. Allah Ta'ala He says, Except for those who repent, and they rectify themselves. So for those who repent, then for them, they will find that Allah is the all-forgiving, the most merciful. That Allah will accept their repentance. Those who rectify themselves by what? By entering into Islam, by becoming Muslims in truth. Because Islam, Islam, yahdimu ma qabla. Islam destroys that which came before it. So no matter what sin a person may have done, no matter how despicable a person may have been, no matter what crimes a person may have committed, 
know for a surety that there is for you repentance. So repent unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that repentance, it will destroy whatever despicable thing you did in the past. It will destroy any crime that you did before. It will destroy any evil deed or any sin that you have committed. It will destroy it. It will destroy it. It will wipe your slate clean. This is the reality for the hypocrite, the one who has the worst punishment in the hellfire. Repentance destroys the sins. So it is incumbent that we stick to repentance. There are people from the human beings who they commit a gross and despicable and a heinous crime. And that is, as Allah Ta'ala, He says, لَقَدْ كَافَرَ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ ثَالِثُ الثَّلَاثِ That verily, they disbelieve. They are disbelievers. The one that say that Allah is the third of the three. That Allah is the third of the trinity. Naam, they're disbelievers. They're kuffar. Allah Ta'ala, He says about these ones, these ones who they call Christians. Naam. Or Nasara, more correctly. Because they don't, in reality, follow the Messiah. They don't in reality follow who is Christ. No, but rather they are disbelievers. Allah Ta'ala He says about them, He said there is nothing that is there is no true deity except one. And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala, He threatens the ones who comes with this aqidah. The ones who come with this aqidah of the Trinity. They come with this creed of the Trinity. Allah ta'ala, He says, And if they don't stop from that which they are saying, then those who disbelieve from them, then they will receive a tremendously painful punishment. They will receive an adab that is alim. This is a pain of which we don't understand the real reality of this pain. It's a pain that is extremely painful. The epitome of what is pain, a pain that we never want to know what is the reality of this pain. It is waiting for who? For those who say, that Allah is the third of the three. For those who say that Allah is the third of the Trinity, the pain is for them. Allah Ta'ala, the painful punishment, the torment of the hellfire will be for them. Allah Ta'ala, He says, Will they not repent unto Allah and ask for Allah to forgive them? Because Allah is the all-forgiving, the most merciful. This shows us that what? That even those who commit this heinous crime, who commit this lie, who lie against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who commit this polytheism, those who associate partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that the door of repentance is open even for them. That if they repent, if they repent, if they accept Islam, if they enter into Islam, then verily Allah is the all-forgiven, the most merciful. Allah will forgive them. Ya Allah, there is no sin that you have done that cannot be destroyed by repentance. It is incumbent that we understand this and we never give up hope. We never lose hope because there's always a chance. There's always a chance as long as that death goggle has not come, as long as the sun has not rise from its place of setting, then there is a chance. As long as we are still alive, there is a chance. There is no sin that you cannot defeat by repentance. Repentance, it will defeat 
any sin. So it is incumbent that we repent oft to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we repent often unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another example of this, to show that there is no crime that cannot be defeated and erased by repentance. Allah ta'ala, he says, Allah Ta'ala says what means and that verily those who have put the believing men and the believing women to trial meaning who are, who, are these, who are these people who have done this these were the people who built the ditch these were the people who took every believer man woman and child and they burnt them alive because they were believers they burnt them they committed genocide because only for the fact what that they believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so they killed all of the believers because they had enmity because they had malice because they had hatred for the believers because they believed in Allah so much so that they killed them that they burnt them alive men women and children burnt them alive Allah Ta'ala, but he says about even these people, even these ones, these ones who put the believing men and women to trial. Allah Ta'ala, he says, And then they did not ask for repentance. And then after doing that, they did not ask for repentance. So therefore for them will be the punishment of the hellfire. And for them will be the insinuating punishment. The punishment that will roast them, burn them over and over and over and over again. Why? Because they didn't ask for repentance. The Ramadan, they point out. They, and they mention that this expression here in the ayah shows us that what? That had they asked for repentance, Allah would have forgiven them. Allah would have forgiven them. And then for them would have been the Jannah. They would not have gone to hell. Even though they had killed, they had burnt alive all of these Muslim men, women, and children only for the fact that they believed in Allah that if they had repented and entered into Islam, then Allah would have forgiven them because of this heinous act and because of the despicable thing in which they have done which shows us and gives us hope that what there is nothing that we have done that can't be destroyed by repentance ya ibadullah during these best days of the year during these 10 days these first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah during the best days of the year repent unto Allah make tawbah repent unto Allah repent unto Allah repent unto Allah, repent unto Allah. this is the perfect perfect time, the perfect opportunity while you're still alive and you're living in the best days of the year. Repent to Allah now. Repent to Allah often. Repent to Allah day. Repent to Allah at night. Ask Allah for forgiveness much inside of a day. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi used to ask Allah for forgiveness in a day 100 times. Yeah, Allah. Ask Allah to forgive you. Ask Allah to forgive you from the lessons we learned from the Hajjahs. What is how to get the sins off of us? Hada, aqulu qawli hada, wa astaghfirullah ni wa lakum wa li jami'i al-Muslimin fastaghfiru. فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم
Bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ba'd ya ibadullah Allah Ta'ala he says in his noble book wa huwa alladhi yaqbulu at-tawbah 'an 'ibadihi wa ya'fu 'an as-sayyi'at Allah Ta'ala he says what means and he Allah is the one who he accepts the repentance from his slaves and he pardons their sins he accepts their repentance and he pardons their sins. Allah Ta'ala, He says, وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ سُوءًا أَوْ يَوْضُلِمَ نَفْسَهِ ثُمَّ يَسْتَغْفِرِ اللَّهِ يَجِدِ اللَّهِ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا Allah Ta'ala, He says, whoever performs an evil action, whoever performs an evil deed, or they oppress themselves by committing crimes, by committing sins and transgressions, and then after that, they ask Allah to forgive them, then they will find that Allah is all forgiven, most merciful. They will find that Allah is all forgiven, the one who shows mercy abundantly. Allah Ta'ala, and Allah Ta'ala, He says, Oh my slaves who have transgressed amongst themselves. Do not give up hope. Do not have despair from the mercy of Allah. Do not have despair from the mercy of Allah. Don't think that you have made so much sin, Allah's mercy is not going to touch you. That Allah's mercy can't touch you. Ask for forgiveness, Allah will forgive you. Allah forgives all sins. Verily, he is the all-forgiven, the one who forgives in abundance, the most merciful, the one who shows mercy in abundance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ibadullah, it is incumbent that we increase in asking Allah jalla wa'ala for forgiveness, for asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us. This is incumbent and it is a must that we do so. Ya ibadullah, we are in a time that is very auspicious. From the benefits of the Hajj is that sins are forgiven. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it obligatory that we make Hajj, we make the pilgrimage once in our lifetime for those who have the ability to do it both financially and physically. This is a mercy for us because the Hajj that is accepted, then there is no reward for it except for the Jannah. As the Prophet ﷺ, he said about the Hajj, والحج المبرور, and the accepted Hajj, ليس له جزاء إلا الجنة. It has no reward except for Jannah. The one who makes the Hajj and he does not commit acts of indecency and he does not commit yani, heinous sins during that time, he comes back after that Hajj like the day he was birthed, the day his mother gave birth to him. The day his mother gave birth to him. Meaning what? He comes back after Hajj with no sins. His slate clean. Naam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said, Tabi'u bayna al-hajj wal-umrah fa innahuma 
ينفيان الذنوب كما ينفي الكير خبث الحديد the prophet sallallahu he said what means and follow up between the hajj and the umrah may hajj and follow up between the hajj and the umrah stick after them be diligent in trying to accomplish it and to go why because verily the both of them they remove the sins they remove the sins just like the bellows remove the impurities from the iron when you want to get impurities out of precious metals when you want to separate the gold from the contaminating uh, uh, minerals what do you do you put it in the fire you put it in the fire and it melts it away it burns it away until you have pure gold now likewise with the with the hadith and so on and so forth it has to go through a process just like the bellows they remove the impurities from the iron Likewise, Hajj and Umrah removes the impurities. It removes the impurities from what? From the slave, meaning the sins. The sins go away. It removes the sins. Naam. Ya ibadullah. It is highly encouraged that we fast for those who are not upon Hajj, that they fast on the day of Arafah. Because fasting on the day of Arafah, then the sins will be expiated for two years. The sins will be expiated for two years. Now, this is a way of what? Cleansing ourselves from sin. Remember I said we have to make it our goal to cleanse ourselves from sins. Make it your goal to try to clean your slate. Try to clean your slate from what? From sins. The way you do that is by repentance from the major sins is by asking Allah to forgive you istighfar is by righteous good deeds righteous good deeds because righteous good deeds they wipe away the minor sins as we'll come to see but from the most best times from the greatest opportunities now to be forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then it's on the day of Arafah it's on the day of Arafah. For those who are not upon Hajj, then we should fast this day and increase in righteousness. Doing this day like we did in the other uh, days, on the other uh, uh, ten, uh, first 10 days of the month of the Hijjah. Naam, to increase in righteousness. This is a special day. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, مَا مِنْ أَكْثَرَ مِنْ أَنْ يُعْتِقَ اللَّهُ فِيهِ عَبْدًا مِنَ النَّارِ that there is not a day that more people that more people are granted pardon that Allah grants pardon to the slaves from the hellfire there is no day that more people are granted pardon from having to go to the hellfire from the day of Arafah which is tomorrow this year it will be tomorrow Naam. So remember this. Remember this when you're spending your day out of it. Remember this to increase in begging Allah to make you from those who are granted pardon from the hellfire. To make you from those who are saved from having to go to the hellfire. To make you from those who He grants His pardon. Naam. Increase in righteousness. Fast for those who are not upon Hajj. Those who are upon Hajj, they don't fast. Why? 
so that they have the strength to stand and to worship Allah at Mount Arafah. The Prophet Sallallahu he goes on and he says, وَإِنَّهُ لَيَدْلُوا ثُمَّ يُبَاهِ بِهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ That verily Allah, He comes near on the day of Arafah and He boasts to the Malaika about the believing slaves. He, po- he boasts to the Malaika about the believing slaves. وَيَقُولُ And He says, مَا أَرَادَ هَؤُلَاءِ What do they want? These ones, what do they want? نعم. And as the ulama, they explain, this is a constant reminder to the malaika, to the angels. Because when they were informed that the human beings were going to be created, they asked, are you going to make a creation that they, 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 they spill blood and make mischief? And Allah Ta'ala responded to them by saying, I know what you don't know. And this is from when they constantly get shown the reminder. But this is from what you didn't know, what you didn't know was going to come about. So Allah, He boasts about the believers to the malaika. And he asked them, these ones, what do they want? What is it that they're looking for? What is it that they want? Ya ibadullah, it is incumbent, it is a must that we strive to clean our slate by asking Allah to forgive us. We strive to clean our slate by making repentance. We strive to clean our slate by doing that which we, it is obligatory for us to do. And it is incumbent, and it must be mentioned as relates to having the sins forgiven for two years for fasting on the day of Arafah. Naam, having the sins pardoned. Naam, and expiated, a better word. For two years for fasting on the day of Arafah, this only applies to the minor sins. Imam bin Baz, rahimullah ta'ala, he says, Qa'ida, he says that it is a principle, an ahadith, that those narrations that those hadith that mention the expiation of the sins then they are restricted or there is a condition a restrictional condition in it that what? that the major sins have to be for, uh, uh, avoided that the major sins have to be avoided that if the major sins are avoided then the likes of these actions these righteous good deeds and they will wipe away the minor sins now so this is why what we have to make repentance unto Allah because the only way to get rid of the major sin is by repentance now and he brings as a proof and evidence Allah Ta'ala he says in Allah Ta'ala he says what means and if you avoid the major sins, if you if you avoid the major sins, the major things that you have been prohibited from, then we will expiate for you your minor sins. Then we will expiate for you your minor sins. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said, which Further illustrates and highlights this reality of Salawatul Khams, Wal Jumu'ah, Il Jumu'ah, Wal Ramadan, Il Ramadan, Kafarat, Lima Bainahun, Il Ashtunibat, Il Ashtunibal Kabair, that the five daily prayers and Jumu'ah to Jumu'ah and Ramadan to Ramadan, then they are expiations for those sins, the minor sins that come between them, as long as what? As long as the major sins are avoided. As long as the major sins are avoided. For Umrah ila Umrah, kafara, lima bainahuma, 
عند اجتناب الكبائر so umrah to umrah it will expiate that which is between the two of them as long as the major sins are avoided as long as the major sins are avoided so what i want us to take away from this is that what is that one we have to learn what are the major sins so that we know what to avoid also we have to learn what are the major sins so when we fall into them we know what to make toba for that we make toba for these things because that's the only thing going to wipe out the major sin is toba naam also that we strive to get these things off of us make repentance unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that when these auspicious occasions come we can benefit from them naam so this is the perfect opportunity to repent unto Allah for the major sins that we are doing repent unto Allah by letting go and ceasing and desisting from doing that sin by feeling regret and remorse for falling into that sin by having the resolve not to return to that sin and if that sin is connected to the rights of a human being by returning the right to that human being it is incumbent it is a must ya ibadullah that we get these major sins off of us so that we may benefit from these auspicious occasions by having our our minor sins forgiven it is incumbent that we make it our mission make it our life mission to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a clean slate ya ibadullah from the benefits and the lessons we gained from hajj is hajj wa tawbah fa aqimu as-salat